Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Higher Love, the podcast that poses the question, what if we quit falling in love and instead chose to rise in love? I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and this is a podcast series about love, yes, but a huge piece of the love puzzle is dating. And I'm not sure if you've noticed, but we've spent most of 2020 knee-deep in a pandemic, making dating a little trickier than we'd anticipated. If finding love feels further away than ever, and you're slipping in and out of, oh, I'm fine, and am I going to be single forever? Settle in, get your pen and notebook ready, because this podcast series is going to guide you into finding not just any love, but a higher love, pandemic and all. Welcome to the second episode of Higher Love. If you've just found this series and you're starting off at episode two, I urge you to go back and listen from the beginning to get the full effect of this podcast series. Over the course of 10 episodes, I'm going to guide you towards finding a higher love. But in order to get the most out of it, you'll need to be doing the work with me along the way. Just a reminder that everything you learn throughout this series is just the icing on the cake of my new book, also called Higher Love. So if you're enjoying what you hear and want to dive deeper with helpful exercises, funny personal anecdotes, and some really practical advice, then you can order your copy now through the link in the show notes of this episode. So you'll recall in last week's episode, we met Beck, Courtney, and Phoebe. And we found out a little bit about who they are, what they're looking for in love, and what kind of love they've experienced in the past. I then guided you into a visualization exercise that allowed you to tap into your personal vibration, the part of you that feels like your most authentic self, the part of you that feels strengthened and weakened depending on the people and experiences it comes into contact with. Your homework was to do a little digging and to observe when your vibration feels like it's firing on all cylinders and when it's feeling compromised. This episode is less about dating and more about you. By the end of this podcast series, I want you to walk into your next relationship or dating experience as a whole human who is aware of what you want, what lights you up, and most importantly, how you want to feel in love. Self-awareness and continually nourishing your self-worth is of utmost importance when dating, and I believe it all starts with fine-tuning your personal vibration. So let's dive in, shall we? Once again, I have Beck, Courtney, and Phoebe with me, and hopefully by now you've identified bits of your own story in theirs. I truly believe that by making this material relatable, which these beautiful women most certainly are, you'll be able to apply what you learn throughout this series with ease. If you've heard the words personal vibration and have instantly imagined some sort of sex toy, let me stop you right there. Although personal pleasure is always encouraged, your personal vibration is in fact your energetic makeup, the energy source that makes you you, that attracts things in your highest interest towards you and what will ultimately make you a love magnet. 
I asked the women what personal vibration meant to them. So I think of personal vibration this way. Um, we use our words and our body language to communicate with the people around us. And that is like a pretty overt and conscious thing. You know, you see it, you hear it, you're in its presence. But personal vibrations is a way of communicating with the world around us through energy and it's unspoken, it's subtle. You just feel it. You just vibe it. What personal vibration means to me is when life is just going right and you feel good. You're achieving things, you're on cloud nine, and you're oozing positive vibes. So you're magnetic to more good vibes and good things happen. I think my personal vibration means sort of me being at my best and doing everything that I love and when everything feels right and when I feel really aligned and just in the flow of life. So it's one thing knowing what a personal vibration is. It's another thing identifying your own. And the reason that it's so important that you can easily identify a strong vibration is so you can catch it in the moments that you're coming out of alignment with your authentic self. Last episode, I got you to identify when you feel your most authentic because it's a way to identify the feelings of a strong personal vibration. This is what the gals had to say about when they feel like their most authentic selves. I feel most authentic when I'm creating or when I'm outdoors and in nature, in the ocean, um, and when I'm moving with abandon. And authenticity for me is just being a little bit silly and being overly playful. You know, my friend Joel and I go on these really long road trips where we'll blast cheesy songs, windows down, wind through your hair, like literally singing at the top of our lungs and dancing like no one is watching when everyone in the moving cars next to you are watching. And it's all about just, you know, throwing out the silliest dance moves, shoulder shimmies and all the works. That's, that's what feels good. I feel my authentic self when I'm with my family. I can just be comfortable in being all facets of me. And you just have that comfort level, that level of trust that they won't judge you. And I can be my authentic self. I remember a time in my childhood when I really felt like my most authentic self. That was when I was a um, tomboy um, in primary school. I was a really scrappy kid. Um, I used to muck around with all the boys, play sport. I didn't care what anyone thought of me. I just always felt so strong and powerful and unselfconscious and adventurous. I think now I feel really my most authentic self when I'm doing anything to do with natural medicine. So I'm studying naturopathy. So anything to do with herbs or organic food or healing, it just sets my soul on fire. Once you can work out what it is that sets your soul on fire, as Phoebe so beautifully puts it, it's time to observe the little indications that your body gives, whether it be physically, emotionally, or even in the way you communicate so that you can identify the things, people, and experiences in your life that naturally put you in that state of a strengthened personal vibration. I physically feel lit up like a giant Christmas tree. And if you were to boil that down into emotions, I'd say it's joy, it's safety, it's comfort, and all of these things just come easy to you. It's basically that feeling you get when you're eating a really, really warm, fudgy brownie. It feels like a really long, warm bear hug. Joy comes easily. Safety, really feeling uplifted. 
When you're in your personal vibe, your posture just changes. You're all of a sudden standing taller. You're really into your body. You power stance more. It's like being Queen Bay at the Super Bowl. And when it comes to words, like words just flow, like they're spilling out of you. You are literally a witty word waterfall. I feel electric energy within me when I am feeling authentic. There's that confidence, feeling proud, feeling light as well, and standing tall and feeling really strong. I feel happy, open, loved, adored, supported, celebrated, and also relaxed. I just feel really open and clear and and I guess my conversation is quite witty. I feel very confident and very proud of myself and I also feel really beautiful. I walk with my shoulders back. I'm really confident I make eye contact with people. I'm not nervous. When I'm being the best me I can be, I usually feel like luck is on my side. I just feel pure joy and excitement and alignment. So when I'm feeling my most authentic self, I'm not so concerned with people pleasing. I'm more better able to communicate my needs more clearly and I'm not so shy and scared around new people. The gift of knowing when your personal vibration is strengthened is to be able to identify the moments that it is compromised so that you can catch them as they happen rather than being part of a slow unraveling that brings you out of alignment with your authenticity and then has you turning around one day and saying, well, how the hell did I end up here? I asked the women what the physical and emotional indicators are that make them realize their personal vibration is being weakened and compromised. When my vibe has been compromised, it feels like a giant gorilla is sitting on your chest. You feel trapped, you feel suffocated, and you just want out. The same emotions you feel when you're out and you have 4% battery charge on your iPhone. Panicked, shock horror, and just real anxiety. So when my vibe is not alive, I feel slumpy and dumpy and I get all clenchy. And when it comes to communicating, it basically feels like someone has squeezed out all your wit from your brain like a wet dish rag and there is literally no juice left. Not a vibe. I feel really weak and tired and it's a little anxious feeling Um, you feel a bit closed over and floppy and just, yeah, just disheartened. I feel really insecure and powerless. I kind of just want to hide. I would want to stay at home. I wouldn't, you know, want to go out on the town. I wouldn't want to meet new people. I wouldn't want to go on dates. I would sort of just, yeah, want to be a bit of a hermit. So now that you know what it feels like both physically and emotionally in your body, let's have a look at some of the ways you can begin to strengthen your vibration. Identifying a strong personal vibration starts with an acute sense of self-awareness. There are a number of facets that make up your personal vibration and the more familiar you become with these contributing factors, the more you can add to them or take away. Let's start with your values. What do you believe in? What qualities are important to you? Not in another, but within yourself. Values make up an intrinsic part of your vibration, but most of us aren't clear on what our personal core values are. Values really are the foundation 
of your authenticity. When your values become compromised, you'll feel out of alignment and it becomes a really clear indicator of a weakened vibration. This is of the utmost importance when you're in a relationship with someone. You can have different hobbies, passions and opposing opinions on food and politics, but if your values aren't aligned, soon enough you're going to have the core of your being constantly challenged. But for now, we're going to focus on aligning your values with another. This episode is all about you and your vibration. So let's start by looking at your personal core values. When I started to list my own values, I got stumped by thinking they needed to be complete statements that I held myself accountable to. But actually, your core values are feelings that you value in your life. Here is what Beck, Courtney and Phoebe had to say about their values. Throughout this whole process, I think I've intuitively known in the back of my mind, but I think this whole process has really allowed me to whittle down my personal values into uh, five key ones. And that's around creativity, that's around playfulness, freedom, but mainly being a little bit silly and cutting loose. Being able to create every day. Creativity and self-expression is and always has been a really big part of my life. Um, And being able to do it for myself uh, and not necessarily for other people. Feelings that I value that are core to my vibration are feeling proud and confident, feeling trusted and loved, joy, relaxed, comfortable but challenged, stable, supported, and energized. One of my most important personal values is being authentic. um, And so is honesty. I find that fake people or acting fake and also lying, it just really doesn't make me feel good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll notice that joy was one of Courtney's values, and although all personal values are valid, especially to the person to whom they belong, I really want to take a moment to sell the value of joy to you. I'm sure you're all familiar with tidying up extraordinaire Marie Kondo and the importance of finding joy when it comes to determining which wardrobe or household item should stay or go. Well, the same process can be done with your personal vibration. Can you ask yourself, does this person, experience, life choice bring me joy? And if it doesn't, well, I encourage you to get rid of it. Now, of course, we'd be living in a utopian world if I were to suggest that you should strive to experience joy in each and every moment. But on a scale of 1 to 10, ask yourself, does this thing, person, experience make you feel closer to joy or further away from it? Here are some things that bring Beck, Courtney and Phoebe joy. Words are really important to me. Banter, it is so important to have. I actually love words so much that I have a thing that I call a Bectionary, which is basically a long, long list of words and sayings and idioms that I've heard through the years that I'll 
quickly jot down and kind of refer back to because that's how much I love words. I love a good debate. I love creating things, making hot sauces, making playlists. I actually have a playlist for everything, a playlist for eating tacos too, a playlist for vacuuming. Um, <laughs> and I love waking up at 5am and taking in the sunrise and it's, it's the most quietest part of the day and it feels like your own and it feels like anything is possible for the day. So 5am for me is, is one thing that I can't give up. Summer. I love summer. I'm a summer gal. Hanging out with my nieces, hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my puppy dog. Brunch dates, lunch dates. Just high vibe energy things, you know. I just, I like to be out and about and social. So any of activities, exercising obviously, all, all the forms of exercise um, bring me joy and the endorphins are always a win afterwards anyway, even if you are dying throughout the workout. I find joy in early mornings, sunrises, being in nature, naturopathy, having belly laughs with my sister and a really good sourdough. <laughs> a really good sourdough. I love that. Carbs definitely bring me joy. So the idea is if you do more of the things that bring you joy just for the pure joy of it, you're naturally strengthening your vibrational frequency. And without getting too woo-woo, I do at this point want to bring your attention to a universal law called the law of vibration. The law of vibration states that everything in the universe vibrates on its own frequency and things with a similar frequency are drawn together. So when I say everything in the universe, I mean you, me, inanimate objects, living organisms, everything. So if you do the things that bring you joy and vibrate on the frequency of joy, then according to this universal law, things with a similar joyful frequency will be attracted to you. And yes, this might come in the form of a sexy available lover. Okay, let's have a look at some other factors that help strengthen your personal vibration. Intuition. I'm sure many of you are familiar with what your intuition is, so I won't spend too much time on it. But the Cliff's Notes version is that it's your personal guidance system, that gut feeling, your inner knowing. My dad likes to describe it like this, Jord, when you know, you just know. And he's not wrong. That is a really simplified version of what your intuition is. It's integral to your personal vibration because it's the ultimate form of self-awareness. You must be able to trust yourself when little red flags pop up or when you just get a feeling that you're not safe or your values are being compromised. Plus, it works both ways. When your personal vibration is strengthened, your intuition can be heard more clearly. When you're stuck in a low vibrational frequency, your personal guidance system feels cloudy and confusing. Make sense? So to strengthen your personal vibration, I feel it's helpful to be aware of the things that you're intuitively drawn to. These are the things that light you up, that bring you joy, and will ultimately have you vibrating at a higher frequency. These are some of the things that Beck, Courtney, and Phoebe are intuitively drawn to. Playful people, people that have a wit to them, people that have a good energy, people that 
just love to have a laugh and and love to have a lighthearted moment. Um, when it comes to things that I love that I'm drawn to, it's things like photography and it's things that light me up and make me feel most creative. Astrology and crystals and all those things. And I have a lot of friends that are all into that. And that's a whole other world. You know, it's it's exciting to learn about that stuff. And then it helps you understand you better too when you when you do your human design or the different reading about your different moons and all that. So I'm definitely drawn to that. I'm definitely drawn to aesthetically pleasing places. Like my yoga studio was just so beautifully clean and um, really nice colours and set up and and they're the things that I like and so I love going to that studio because it is so you feel so nice when you're there. I'm intuitively drawn to everything mystical. So I love like tarot and astrology um, as well as nature. I also love watching sport. Um, I'm also just really drawn to, you know, organic food and flowers and just beautiful homely things and sort of the simple pleasures in life. So I just want to remind you that all of these things, your values, the things that bring you joy and that you're intuitively drawn to are all for you. It's not about attracting people who have these qualities, although the values are something that we do want to align with. But the things that make you feel joy are all for you and to get you into a frequency that aligns you with your natural state of authenticity. Because from this place, you're able to make better choices and be more in tune with what and who is in alignment with you so that you can walk away from the people and the things that are working against it. There's one more thing I want you to consider when it comes to strengthening your personal vibration, and it's your natural talents. Now, you might be lucky enough to have a natural talent for singing or playing basketball or penning the next bestseller, or it could be something a little more simple, like being a good listener, having a knack for fashion or making the perfect cup of tea. I want you to get curious about these things. These are the things that your soul wants you to explore. Here are Beck, Courtney, and Phoebe's natural talents. I'm a very good present giver. It's it's a talent of mine. Um, but motivation, motivating people is a big thing for me. Um, getting people into that right mindset, getting people into the groove, and you know, if someone needs a really good pep talk, I am the queen of pep talks. I'm a people person, so I have quite a wide circle of friends, but I also bring them all together and I'm an organiser. So I schedule in the brunch dates and plan adventures and holidays. And with that, I'm a good communicator and storyteller. And I guess, you know, of benefit for my friends who are in relationships and just love hearing my detailed dating stories. Um, I'm an energetic person and positive. So I'm a natural performer. So I grew up dancing and now I've moved into yoga and I was also a bar instructor for a while because I'm quite a motivator for people. My natural talents, I think I'm a great listener. I think I'm a natural born healer. I'm quite athletic and fit. I'm good with kids and animals. And I think I can really make people feel better when they're feeling down. With all of these superpowers combined, you are now Captain Planet. No, just jokes. You now have a strong personal vibration. Phoebe sums it up really well when it comes to why your personal vibration is so important to strengthen before hitting the dating scene. I think doing these things that I love definitely strengthen my personal vibration. They also help me 
get to know myself more. And sometimes when I'm doing them, I kind of realize, you know what, I really don't even need anyone. I just kind of want someone to be the icing on the cake. So what would be possible if you walked into a date with a strong personal vibration? I think when you're vibrating at a high frequency and you walk into a date, you're just a lot more connected to yourself and therefore more connected to the person that you're about to interact with. So this wonderful coincidence has been happening where in the last four or five weeks that we've started this journey, um, on the way to a date, either a best girlfriend or best gay friend will call in the 30-minute lead-up to the date. And so I've started taking the phone calls and it's been great. It, you know, it puts you in a mood. Uh, you are kind of firing on all cylinders. And once you get to the date, you've just been so uplifted that it becomes so easy to go from one really lovely positive conversation into another. Feeling that way, that good personal vibration gives me confidence. And with that confidence, I feel you're going into the date thinking, actually, is he right for me? Not more along the lines of, am I right for him? Am I going to impress him? So if I'm on a date with a guy and they're not clicking for me in terms of what they want in life or their values, and in the past I've pushed past this, but having that confidence and feeling that way would make me strong enough to go, you know what, they're not right, and moving on. I just want to stop right here to reiterate the magic of Courtney's words. When you can walk into a date with a strong personal vibration, it allows you to think less about whether or not they like and accept you and instead think, how do I feel about them and do they align with my authenticity? Once again, Phoebe sums it up perfectly. If I walked into a date with a strong personal vibration, I really don't even think I'd care about what they thought of me. I think I'd feel really confident that they definitely like me and that I'd just be able to charm their socks off. Okay, so now that we know what strengthens your vibration, it's equally important to be aware of the things that are weakening it. And I'm not just referring to feeling a bit shit or uncomfortable or not quite vibing with a certain personal situation. I'm talking about feeling depleted and completely out of alignment, like you're going against your gut, your heart, and your energy levels. Often your vibration will weaken when a value is compromised. But aside from the obvious misaligned value that you might have with a lover or coworker, what other things compromise our personal values? Debbie Downers tend to weaken my vibration, you know, energy vampires that always have the world's smallest violin playing in the background, Um, and sad news stories. I really try to limit the amount of exposure that I have to news stories in the day in order to make sure that I'm preserving the energy that I have um, and I'm not letting it get me down. Definitely the comparison aspect and it's so hard in Sydney there are so many beautiful women and we're so exposed to it on social media you know that's the other big impact for me is social media you follow these people because they're inspiring and they're beautiful but if you're in a down moment it can actually get you deeper and that can be really hard to come out of too so it's about managing and managing when you look at those things and knowing when you're not in a good space and avoiding them. 
The comparison piece is hard though because you always feel like there's someone younger and prettier and has better clothing than you. It's just always out there. My vibration is really weakened some mornings after I've been too drunk the night before, just waking up and thinking, oh no, what have I said? What have I done? I've embarrassed myself. It's honestly one of the worst feelings ever. I also do get stuck in a bit of um, comparison trap definitely with social media. So I've found that I've really had to sort of um, strip back who I follow on Instagram just so it's people that inspire me rather than people that give me FOMO or make me feel bad about myself. Preach. Okay, so I feel like you can probably relate to all of those things. Let's recap some of the things that are prone to weakening one's vibration. Social media, how you use it, consume it, buy into it, etc. The comparison trap is such a vibration zapper. Beck mentioned energy vampires. These are the people that drain you of your strong personal vibration. Also worth noting when it comes to weakening one's vibration is your own people-pleasing tendencies. That's a big one. And the constant search for external validation. What a strong personal vibration invites you to do is to always find validation within yourself before searching for it elsewhere. Nobody knows what's best for you more than you. Okay, so we know what strengthens our personal vibration. We know what weakens our personal vibration. We know why it's integral to a pleasant dating experience to be conscious of your personal vibration. From now until the next episode, I want you to really explore the things we discussed today and see how much you can strengthen your vibration until we meet again. In the next episode of Higher Love, we continue on the vibration train, but the next stop is all about our love vibrations and how we've likely messed them up big time. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to dive deeper into deciphering your personal vibration and finding a higher love, my new book, also named Higher Love, is available now for pre-order. You can follow the link in the show notes of this episode or head directly to jordanalevine.com. While you're there, you might like to peruse my other two podcast shows and take a sticky beak at my best-selling book, Make It Happen. If you've found value in this podcast series, there are a couple of ways you can show your love. You can leave a rating or review for Higher Love on your favorite podcast app or share this podcast with your friends by taking a screenshot on your phone and sharing it to your Instagram stories. You can tag me at Jordana Levine so I can see it and connect with you. Until next episode, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Higher Love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.